beloved of God, it's Monday, July 31st, the last day of the month of July, and the feast of St. Ignatius of Loyola. I'm Father Michael, along with the rest of the team. Welcome, and thank you for joining us in prayer at the God Minute. Let us begin as we do all things in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my my mouth mouth shall declare your praise. Psalm 56, Inner Voices Have mercy on me, O God. I am hounded by inner voices. Anger, shame, Anxiety, disappointment. All day long they assault and oppress me. When they scatter me, I will put my trust in you. Your oneness brings me back to oneness. In God I trust and will not be afraid. For what can mere voices do to me? Whenever I call on you, you will scatter the oppression. Bring me to centeredness in myself and in you. I am bound by the vow I made to you, O God. I am grateful and will live my life in gratitude. For you have rescued my soul from wandering and my feet from stumbling. Thank you, my God. Thank you. Glory be to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 14, verse 25 through 27. Great crowds were traveling with him, and he turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today I want to speak specifically about the life of St. Ignatius of Loyola. July 31st, today, is the feast of St. Ignatius Loyola, who was the founder of the Society of Jesus, or commonly known as the Jesuits. He passed away on this day in the year 1556. He was known as a soldier, a founder, and of course, a saint. In 1491, he was born in Spain and was the youngest of 13 children. He eventually became an officer in the Spanish army. And on May 20th, at the Battle of Pamplona, His leg was broken by a cannonball, and he was bedridden for the next year. 
During his difficult recovery, Ignatius asked for books about chivalry, his favorite reading. There weren't any in the family castle where he was convalescing, so he had to settle for a book about the life of Christ and biographies of the saints, topics he found unexpectedly riveting. The soldier had always dreamed of imitating heroes, but now the heroes had names like Francis of Assisi, Catherine of Siena, Dominic. Ignatius also noticed something strange happening to him. God, he realized, was working within him, prompting, guiding, inviting. In 1522, Ignatius was well enough to leave home with a newfound zeal to serve God. He came to the shrine of Our Lady of Montserrat and kept a vigil all night. He left his sword at the altar and gave his fine clothes to a poor man. He cast aside his life as a noble soldier and dressed himself in rough clothes and sandals as to take up the life of a poor pilgrim. He lived in a cave outside the town of Manresa. Ignatius began writing about the emotions that took hold of him, feelings of gratitude and anguish, consolation and sadness, while encountering the scriptures. It was here where he started work on what would become the spiritual exercises. The Spiritual Exercises is a series of compilations of meditations, prayers, and other contemplative practices meant to be used like a handbook, especially for spiritual directors who accompany and guide people through the process of reflection and prayer. A few years back, I took a 30-day silent-directed Ignatian retreat dealing with these spiritual exercises and It was life-transforming. You know, I really believe that my parents were at the very foundation of my vocation, but it was nurtured and nourished through the teachings of the Jesuits and the Vincentians, and I'm ever so grateful for that. God blesses the church with the leadership and saintliness of this fine soldier turned soldier for Christ. And leading us into a life of holiness, Ignatian spirituality has blessed numerous individuals to follow the life of Christ and to live in accord with the teachings of the church and the values of the gospel. And so, my brothers and sisters, today is an opportunity for us to hear and take heed of the words of the gospel that we've read today, which tell us, unless we abandon all things and follow the Lord, we cannot be his disciple. And I think what the Lord wants us to know is it's not about giving up everything. It's about not allowing those things to possess us so that God has room to possess our soul our heart, and be at the center and foundation of the work of our hands.
Let's ask for the intercession of St. Ignatius today that we may boldly proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ by following the values of our faith as we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Today for our prayer, I'd like to invite us to spend a moment reflecting on this prayer by St. Ignatius Loyola. Let us pray. Take, Lord, and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my entire will, all I have and call my own. You have given all to me. To you, Lord, I return it. Everything is yours. Do with it what you will. Give me only your love and your grace. That is enough for me. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved of God, do take good care of yourself and one another. And we'll see you tomorrow. Take my heart, O Lord, take my hopes and dreams, take my mind with all its plans and schemes, give me nothing.